0: Welcome to the Nerdy Apologist Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Michael Badger, and as always, I'm joined by Katie Wilson. How are you doing today? Hello,
1: doing good. Awesome. Yeah.
0: How's uh, like so? Kayla is finally out of her first trimester and into her second trimester. Mm-hmm. So that means you are too, right? Yeah. Yeah. How's the all that better. going?
1: Is it going a lot better for Kayla?
0: Uh, yeah. Her. Like her sickness and all that gross stuff is kind of like started to yeah things are kind of evening out yeah yeah Yeah. so intense right right so are you kind of like feeling better and all that kind of stuff too
1: yeah not as sick gotcha (laughs) awesome
0: well fantastic and well we have a special guest this week joining us for the second time a second appearance or voice appearance can you say appearance on a podcast if you don't actually show yourself second voice appearance yeah he was here he was. That, that one, one time at the uh, car, they
2: were in Vermont.
0: At the contact, oh, <gasps> That's third. Right. No, this oh. is your third, because I was sort
2: of in that like, that one. I hey, guess. you were I mean, featured. <laughs> yeah, feet. Then I said a few things. in One way, all were in Vermont. So.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. that silky smooth voice is from <laughs> the one and only Paul Wilson. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So who are you, Paul Wilson?
2: I'm the husband of Katie Wilson. Yeah. Awesome
0: man. Congratulations yeah. on the new baby.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> so excited.
0: Yeah. So, how are you feeling with, like, I'm freaking out with just having one baby on the way. You have one already. And
2: yeah, I feel like it's not as, I'm, I'm not as scared. No. Uh, this time. I was, yeah, I was where you were last time. Yeah. Freaking out. Just, yeah. It's a I poop my pants
0: often. Whole, yeah,
2: whole new world you're going into now. And I don't know. It's like just kind of adding on another one this time. Like, right. So, I heard. It's going to be a whole new thing, but. Yeah. But still. I, Man. Kind of got a lot of this stuff down, I think. That's good.
0: Well, teach me your ways, please. <laughs> I need to know. Um, I heard this funny joke from Jim Gaffigan, and I think he was having like his third baby or something like that. And he was he was saying that if you want to know what it's like to have three children, he said, "Imagine you're drowning." And then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> and that's what it's like to have three oh, babies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're not feeling like that. So no. that's that's good. I can imagine with three,
2: that's definitely what it would feel like.
0: Right. Especially
1: if they're like super close together. I think that would be hard. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. I don't oh. know.
0: There's this show on Netflix called Nine Months, I think. You and were telling
1: us about that, but I haven't yeah. looked into it.
0: Well, it's well if you're anything like Kaylee, you shouldn't watch it because mm-hmm. she started freaking out thinking mm. that because yeah. she didn't get enough veggies, our baby's gonna have like, yeah, like four that. arms <laughs> or something like that. Uh, Paula, don't watch mm. don't watch that, Katie, don't watch it. <laughs> uh, but uh, in one of them, a mom had quintuplets. I think is what it was. How is
1: that five? Five.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that was it was either five or six, but either way, like after it's four, lot. it's just like, it's okay, that's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, and that was their, those were their first children ever. And so look, <gasps> I can't imagine going from zero to five or six, like right off the bat. That would, would
1: be very challenging yep. for sure.
0: Yeah. Thankfully we're only having one though. Yeah. So that's good.
2: Yeah. We were a little nervous uh, going for the ultrasound this time that It was going to be two or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which, you you know, we would have been excited, (laughs) but, you know,
1: that adds a whole other because we have some friends that just had some twins. And so. Yeah, Man. but they're doing all right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So they got it figured out. So that's good.
0: I feel like if I was an ultrasound tech, I would mess with people like that all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say that they have are having like seven children or something. One I see seven. I see seven. seven. Yeah. In there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's one heartbeat. Oh, we got another heartbeat. Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: so when do you find out gender?
0: Soon? Uh, yeah, really soon. Um, I think the second week of December yeah, is when we find awesome. out. So, um. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm hoping that it works because it's supposed to be at 20 weeks, right? But we're doing it at 19 weeks.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure we're doing it at 16. So really? Yeah.
0: Wait, so that's like tomorrow?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> Basically, we're, we're behind. <laughs> I'm behind, Kayla. So. Oh,
0: uh, okay, got it. So when's when is that for you though? Like,
1: we go December 2nd.
0: it, you find out before we do. We
1: uh-huh. I, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't really know why. We're gonna we're gonna rub it in your face. Are you gonna have already. a gender reveal party? Now, I think we're just gonna like the with Avery, we kind of had the big party with mm-hmm. friends and family, but I think this time we're just gonna do something with like um, my parents and Paul's parents. And the first time we didn't know, like it was a surprise for us too, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to know this time, and then I kind of want to surprise the them. Ah, uh, okay,
0: so nice. that's
1: awesome. kind of what, what I'm thinking, but I don't know what we're gonna do. So,
2: sure, either
0: way, it's have, exciting.
1: You have the cool idea with the Christmas lights, you know, Christmas lights. Oh, it's like yeah. a boy pink if it's a girl that'd be cute but yeah
0: i totally forgot about that
1: oh well you should do it
0: yeah i don't know if i want a gender reveal party though yeah i kind of feel like and i don't know about if you guys you (laughs) have to do the party so we have some friends in ireland who hate gender reveal parties (laughs) they think it's the dumbest thing ever and uh why i because i think they it's just like well why make another party if you're already gonna have a baby shower yeah um
1: that's it yeah yeah
0: and that's like okay like fair enough and uh and I think that he said that he hates him too. I, I could've remembering wrong.
1: Um I hope he's listening and he's hearing you. Yeah. He
0: Stephen, if you're listening, please correct me. I know Luke listens, who's also in Ireland. So Luke, if you know, please let me know. Uh but I think he says that he doesn't like being invited because he feels like it's just like, like I'm already getting you a present for the baby for the baby shower. No, he brings that, like...
1: presents for gender reveal parties. No. I mean I would I didn't expect a present.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay maybe some people are just well, expecting wrong, presents and they yeah,
1: shouldn't I mean, be getting that. I guess you the shouldn't. only right.
2: general gender reveal party I've been to was our own. Yeah. If I was invited to one, I probably wouldn't want to go. Unless it was like <laughs> <Yeah>. very close <laughs> <Me neither>. friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the first time we kinda did all the stuff like you're supposed to do, and now we're yeah. just like we don't have to do all that. So Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean it was fun, it was great, but we if had a Star one, Wars then, themed. Go. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Ours was Star Wars themed. So. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Got it. Like what'd you do at uh, the gender reveal, like if it's a boy, a Jedi. Yeah. And if it's a girl, it's a yeah, Sith. It's, <laughs> no.
1: It was like Princess it was like Princess Leia. Yeah. Or Jedi thing. Wasn't Jedi. it?
2: Oh yeah, like
0: but Princess Leia the, or Luke.
1: Like Luke had the my brother Luke has like the Millennium Falcon ship when he was a kid and yeah. that was like on the we had like different little Star Wars toys and stuff yeah, on the table. Toys, yeah. And some banner thing that was like Jedi Princess or Jedi, I think um that's awesome anyway
2: so we're really hoping avery grows up to like star wars yeah cause we do. Got, that yeah. would be amazing yeah, yeah. But anyway
1: so i think this time we'll we'll know are yeah. you gonna are you gonna know like are you are they gonna tell you right then are they gonna because you can tell them if you don't oh to put it in a yeah folder? they'll put it like an envelope or something and not no play. i
0: definitely want to know yeah yeah i'm really excited right. and like i don't care either way if it's a boy or a girl i just want to know
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: and uh because i like i want to like i want to go ahead and like start just because I'm excited, yeah, just, just like play, prepare like, go for ahead it. have it, and, it in your head. Yeah, and like go ahead and That's like, why buy I a toy I, or something like I'll that, even though they can't play with it for like five years, but I can, so. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: know how people, some people, well, I know a lot people. my parents said this too, like they waited with both of us, like mm-hmm. they didn't know what gender we were going to be until right. they had us, and I'm like, oh. that would drive me insane. Yeah, me I too. I would go crazy, yeah. so I'm oh, glad It really wasn't as
2: easy back then to find out, No, yeah, it's a lot
1: easier now. But, yeah, we don't care. It's always funny when you have a second one because mm-hmm. everybody's acting like, everybody always asks, like, what do you want or what are you hoping for? And I'm like, well, really, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, a weird question because yeah. I'm like, it yeah. doesn't matter. I, I'm like, I'm not really hoping for one or the other because it's not like that's going to change it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like. Or like, you know, are you trying for a boy? Are you trying? Like, how do you try? For nothing's a boy happening. Other. I can't do anything. For,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I don't think so. Well, Dwight
0: Shrewd on The Office, hey, gave <laughs> yeah. a uh, way to make it a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I think it's a weird sure question. True. It's a weird question.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, we'll be happy either. Way, but yeah. since we have a girl, everybody's assuming like, I guess you want a boy. I'm like, a boy would be great. A girl would be great. Yeah. I'm really fine with. It doesn't really matter. So. Right.
0: I guess I could see if it's your first one if like the husband wanted a boy and the wife wanted a girl because like the wife could do girl things with uh with the little girl then but like at the same time for me it's just like yeah i could do like like boy things with with the boy and all that kind of stuff which would be really cool but then i always thought um like daddy daughter dates were super yeah. cute and then like having the... a
1: girl is fun yeah and then i'm uh... sure having a boy is too but we don't know about that but having a yeah. girl's been yeah
2: yeah I think if there's something new that i'm nervous about it's Having a boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Boys well, are I've really just, different. I got this girl thing, yeah. Got we got the, the ponytails and all that
0: stuff, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except for, I mean, yeah. This next kid will probably like so different.
0: so Yeah, yeah. And I think too, for me, it's also like a, I feel not that it's more of a burden for either parent. Like, so if you have a girl like you do, then it's on both of you to raise her up as a godly woman, but the wife like or the mother rather like like you know ideally she is a godly woman and so like she can teach that in a better way uh than a man can or than the father can but then if you have a boy then then the same thing is true in in that regard as well like both of you are responsible to bring them up in a godly way of course uh but at the same time like you know paul you're a godly man it would be on you to like teach him how to be a godly a really man example yeah right. in a way that like katie you wouldn't be able to teach him mm-hmm. not that that takes any responsibility off of either one of you but it's just like i can see how like if i have a boy then it's just like oh man i really got to be able <laughs> to like teach him how to be a man studying right now. <laughs> exactly right uh and then then you know does that any of that make sense yeah like, no i get what you're saying okay. yeah cool good all right now we're done talking about all of this nonsense. Baby stuff. All, all of this baby stuff, stuff doesn't matter compared to our next topic. And the ne- <laughs> the next topic is actually, you know what? I want us to talk about The Mandalorian, which is the new Star Wars movie that came out on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, Disney Plus.
0: But I want each of us to rank it from Oh no. Jar Jar Ooh. Binks uh-huh. to who would be the coolest person? I could think
1: of. Uh, I know who I think the coolest person is. Okay. Who do you think the coolest person is? I was gonna
0: say Mace Windu. Oh,
1: I was gonna say Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, Obi Wan uh, Kenobi's yeah. pretty good too. He's my favorite.
0: Yeah, There's I like Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi
2: show too. So.
0: Really, oh, gonna I'm gonna be, super excited for that. I really. Gonna be, like,
1: who's gonna be Obi Wan Kenobi? Uh, Ewan
2: McGregor.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Because awesome. I like him a lot. I thought he
0: was kind of corny a few times in the old. Uh, but in that could have just been prequels. the writing, Michael. It probably yeah. was. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. All right, so we'll do that. We'll say from.
0: From I uh have the
1: high ground.
2: Yeah.
0: like he's a great actor. I just thought some of the things were kind of cheesy. But anyway, so from Jar Jar Binks to Obi Wan Kenobi. And that's how we're gonna mm-hmm. how and then you can just pick your person in between if it's not a Jar Jar Banks or an Obi Wan Kenobi. If that makes any sense. So anyway. <laughs> <It's> very numerical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So it's very subjective this uh this particular um uh, set of standards that we're going to use. But first I wanna just Katie, I want to start with you and ask okay. you what your specific thoughts on The Mandalorian was. And we're going over the um, first two episodes, by the way, for those listening. That's so all we've seen so far. If you haven't seen it, tune out.
1: Right. Yeah. There could be some spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I like I like the overall feel. I feel like it's kind of what I was looking for, what I was wanting. Yeah. Um,
0: what do you think about the story direction so far?
2: It's hard to
1: tell. I guess doing. I like it, but it, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I just, we need some more episodes because I feel like, okay, we were kind of talking about this earlier. They're so short. Mm-hmm. And like the first one, even the first one, I feel like toward the end, I was like, oh, now something's going to happen. And then it was over. Mm-hmm. And then the, we had the next one and I kind of felt like the same thing. I feel like some things are happening, but there's not much of a, not intense story yet, I right, guess. Right, right.
2: It's not like a lot of characters in it yet. There's like four. No, but I do like that we have Baby
1: Yoda in there. I like that they're bringing it. like that's really cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Well, yeah, like that was the big surprise for Episode One was the the Baby Yoda at the very end. That this like the Mandalorians on this hunt for like this fifty-year-old suspect or or Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. And you find out at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. That it's and so like. What did you think of when you first saw? Because like this is after the empire is supposedly gone, right? Yeah. So what they did you? They don't
1: know much about the force. I don't feel like, or they don't really know. Right.
0: Yeah. Which that's always confused me real fast. This is like yeah. an off tangent, but like if not that long before the what is it? Uh, four, five, and six. Like it wasn't that long between. When there was all of these Jedis yeah. all over the entire galaxy.
2: It was like
1: But if you took them then,
2: out. Yeah. Then, like, with the rise of the Empire, I think it was almost like kind of suppressed. Well, but to the point changing. where people didn't even like hear of the
0: yeah, force of the Jedi.
1: Yes, Michael. That's what happened. They that just, makes no they sense. They weren't there but to it teach It doesn't make them. sense.
2: Uh, in the scene uh, that Darth Vader says, like, your lack of faith disturbs me. It's like everybody else in there. Was like what, yeah? Yeah, it's just old.
0: But it was within or living memory stuff. of some of these people right, that, true. like, so, like the entire galaxy was full of Jedi's. Uh, I'm uh, calling shenanigans I didn't really on this. Think about I'm gonna call that. I didn't really George Lucas.
1: Or do you think it's like that? All the people on Coruscant, like. Cause that's where all that was, so right? Like the Washington like, D.C. That movie. was all, yeah. yeah so, like they kind of know all, knew all, about all that, and the Jedi did influence things politically to an extent, I guess. But it was all kind of um, in Coruscant, and maybe people. I don't know, cause Anakin, he was on Tatooine and he knew about it. But did he know that much about it? Like when he was a kid, you know?
0: I mean, he at least well, knew that the, kid, the Jedi yeah. exist existed. But
1: see, and then when they take them all out, yeah, you know. Maybe nobody's talking about him really. I guess maybe it like, like a long time ago yeah
0: I think I think maybe like since since the okay so what what is the time span between the order 66 and the new hope
2: well it's like the age of Luke
0: so like so, how old was he? Like 17 or something? Yeah. So like only 17 <laughs> years. Because I was going to say yeah, that like, get quick. <laughs> yeah, because I could see it like, okay, so what if like, for instance, uh, World War Two. like what if, what if the opposite happened in World mm-hmm. War Two, and like Germany won? and they squashed all mm. like historical records of like the United States or or like that there was opposition against them and the ideals of the opposition. It's a show on Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> Man of the high castle. Yeah. Like how long would it take for that to be just kind of gone and out of memory and people not really like think about it? 17 years. 7 mm-hmm. boom, exactly. okay, got so that's it. The perfect <laughs> all right. Time. Okay. That's You're the right. Perfect time. All right, let's move on. So
1: <laughs> that is true, though. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. people. How quickly we forget.
0: How quickly we forget. Quickly, the mighty have fallen.
1: Well, and then in the second one, the big thing was Yoda using the Force, right? Yeah. So I guess it's known that like their race is just very in tune with the Force. Yeah. Is that what the thing is? Is that what I like? I should already know about that.
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like I people don't that
1: don't know. I was. We were talking about this um another day, and. If you do not know a lot of other things about Star Wars, like not just what's in the movies, you're mm-hmm. going to be very confused. Like you're going to have to know. You know this new show? Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to have to know some other things. I bet well, there if are you some
2: people. Super into older uh, Star Wars, it's now the Legends, and then kind of dropped off after that, you're going to be confused. Probably. So wait, explain the Legends really
1: fast. So, what's that mean?
2: So since the new movies started coming out, they kind of scrapped a lot of the old stuff, Like books, you mean? uh, So they expanded
0: the lore after four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. But then when they started making the.
2: I think it got confusing, I guess. I I didn't really get into a lot of that stuff. I read a lot of that
1: stuff, and it was kind of like. um,
2: There's a whole lot. There's a lot, and a lot of it's not. What's the word where it's not? Consistent. It's not really consistent. Consistent, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think there's some of the stuff that they kept, uh, but a lot of it I think they scrapped and are starting over. And it has to go through, like, the... Board. Uh, the board. It has a name. The Star but, Wars board. Uh, that gets approved as being canon. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, that's crazy.
1: Well, I mean, just knowing about the Mandalorian, that that's this whole other set of people, and we talk about this, is it a race, or is it just a creed? We don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, right. So, like, yeah, that's, so that's another thing. The whole, the whole Mandalorian show is based off of a bounty hunter from the Mandalorian race, is and so, like, so what I understood before was that the Mandalorians were like just a, a coalition of different races under the banner of the Mandalorians, mm. and they even had like maybe like a planet or something like that. Mm. But, and there's
1: some more, I assume, and then now they're not there, yeah.
0: I think, but like, so and somebody else who is way smarter in Star Wars can totally correct me on this, but now they're making it a race, like, it's yeah, he's an actual humans. race. Like yeah.
1: what? what's in uh, canon now means yeah. it's race, but before mm-hmm. out of canon, that's what it was. Right. Oh, see, yeah. that's where it gets confusing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so like they're a race now of basically humanoid-looking people. Yeah. But do they have any special they're qualities? Kind
2: of, um, they're good at fighting. Yeah, I, can, okay. I think they're now kind of based off of uh, like the Spartans, you know, like a warrior people. Yeah. Uh, like the men and women are kind of all a part of mm-hmm. the army, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: But here's my question. How many people watching this do you think, that don't know much about Star Wars, think that this is actually for real baby Yoda? (laughs)
2: Like,
1: Yoda as a baby. That's what everybody's
2: calling this... Thing, I also, it's
0: not Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no one knows the race of Yoda, yeah, so I think that's why everybody's that. calling him Baby Yoda. Do you think there Yoda.
1: are people that really think this is Baby Yoda for real? Probably,
0: yeah. especially with everybody calling it Baby Yoda, yeah, yeah more than likely. And I know a lot of people also, well, not a lot, I don't know for a fact, but I've heard some people. <laughs> Uh, think that this is also Boba Fett or Django Fett. Oh, see. Uh, yeah. And yeah. silly people. Can't watch not. those. No. Just because they have That's the same That's because it's helmet. on Disney Plus for just <laughs> yeah. the like. Not all the helmets look alike. <laughs> uh,
1: just for the general public. And really this should be for a select few. Like, you should have to, like, to watch it. You should have to like go through this quiz. A test, yeah, exactly. Pass a quiz and then you can watch it. Right,
0: right, exactly. Or have a quiz off with somebody, but you have yeah. to win.
1: Ah, uh, to watch it—that's sad. That's unfortunate. So we'll be watching it I would, Katie. <laughs> no, that's not fair. That's
0: not fair. Oh man. So, like, so, Paul, what do you? How do you feel about like the overall like feeling of it, especially compared to the newer movies? Do you think it has like that rustic? Yeah, because yeah. Michael doesn't like any of them. I'm ranking yeah, they're at all a, bad. A solid Qui
2: Gon Jinn. I a think. solid Qui Gon yeah. Is that Which, under Obi Wan? Numerically, well, they an eight. I think. Cool. Ah, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um,
0: yeah.
1: In a scale of one to ten?
0: Yeah. No, we, they, we don't have that.
2: Jar <laughs> <y'all draw> Jar
0: to... <laughs> yeah. Uh, a one to ten makes no sense in this ten. particular <laughs> ranking method. Okay,
2: sorry. Yeah, I like the, uh, uh, like the, the older feel to it. There's it, it, not just a ton of CGI. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kinda true. It's kind of got practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels a little bit slower, not just... Jam packed action, it right? Seems like yeah. a western, like I'm. Yeah, right. I'm expecting Clint Eastwood to step out too. For real. Yeah,
1: there hasn't been like a battle in the in space. Mm-hmm. Like usually, you
2: see. In this last episode, he he actually left that planet that
0: he started on.
1: So. Is it Tatooine? Our uh, Jawas only on a lot Tatooine? of people think it is, no, but
0: sure it's it is, but yeah. I would assume so, so too. To
1: I like seeing the Jawas Jawas again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Um, so, what makes it not what makes it a Qui-Gon Jinn and not a Obi-Wan Kenobi?
2: Um, we just it hasn't gotten very far yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I oh, don't know. There's still a lot
0: holding back. Go. Some it yeah, could happen. We just right. it, don't know. It could get there. I
1: gotta I mean, see. Yeah, we gotta see what the what happens.
0: Yeah,
2: when yeah. well, Baby Yoda showed up though, that was pretty cool. That was the biggest surprise. Yeah,
1: I like that they made a connection. I don't like it when um they just keep bringing in new stuff i like to for there to be some kind of connection and i'm hoping that this the mandalorian is going to have some kind of connection with the movie that comes out in december we'll see
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know because like so So you were talking about before that you think that maybe baby yoda will be the one that kills the or like I don't know.
2: If somehow Palpatine is in this movie. Yeah. It's just confusing.
1: Oh, I don't think I said that, Michael. Oh, who but said that? But That's an interesting. I that,
0: I think. Oh, you said that. Um, You're. St- I, I read uh, that and repeated it. So. Ah, okay, got it. <laughs> well, my only thing is that if he's a baby, that but he's 50, barely walks and he's 50, and this takes like, and does does the new
2: the new movies are going to be like like 30 years after? This so he's going so to he's be, gonna, be like 70. He's
0: going to be like. He's gonna be eighty years old, and it seems future. like he would be only like maybe four or five years old tops at that point. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I read uh,
2: uh, that Yoda became a Jedi at a hundred. Oh, makes sense. see that. But, that's but then also like, there's kids that become Jedi, so I guess he's still kind of a kid. At yeah. 100, so so I guess that that kind of like, like to, well, really, yeah, yeah he would like he'd be like a toddler one. at that point, right?
0: That's why that was my whole issue with it is like mm. if. Especially with the lore of of what of Yoda becoming a Jedi at 100, then maybe they just like hit a point where like they really accelerate and they're mature like yeah, their maturity. Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: I mean, I feel like that's gotta go somewhere. Like, I want to know why this is so significant. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, there aren't a lot of Yodas walking around, so yeah. But I just want to know, yeah, who is this, and why did they want to kill it, Yoda's it so bad? Maybe.
2: Is
0: it, yeah. Is
1: it related to Yoda in any way? Right. We don't know. What to find out?
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah. So the big surprise of episode one of of The Mandalorian finding the baby Yoda and then choosing to wipe out the or take the kill the the robot, robot that was also trying to get the baby. Um, that was a huge surprise. I wasn't as surprised when he lifted the big giant rhino in the air mm-hmm. right. when they were trying to get the egg for the Jawas. He thought you so
1: expected that... that he would be able to use the
2: force. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. It like, like something actual Yoda would do. So.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I just feel like it confirmed it confirmed some theories.
0: Yeah, but now it's just like, all right, what's well, gonna happen yeah. next episode? Is he just going to be like, is the rest of the show going to be basically him trying to fight off other bounty hunters? Who are going to try to steal the baby Yoda once the Empire finds Yoda out that was, he double crosses?
2: What is his goal now? Where is he going?
0: Yeah, exactly. Was oh, is to he not it? gonna? You so, don't think
1: he's gonna take it back? Gonna... We well, that robot, but
0: yeah, I just feel like he's probably gonna gain a connection with it and oh. not want to like yeah, okay, to turn it in. Um, so we know from the previews that he meets up with with a woman at some point who seems like okay. also like a, a bounty hunter type person. So maybe that's going to be in the next episode. But Mm. I think I'm at Qui-Gon Jinn as well. Like, I really like it. And I like that they kept kept out the the dumb disney humor that they decided to put in all the like
1: that makes it like an avenger movie almost yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's... what i didn't like about some of the newer star wars because we're like this is like an avenger movie yeah
0: and at the very beginning of the last jedi yeah
1: especially in that one
0: right when he's like when um poe is talking with janu i can't think of that guy's name uh, the guy that's in the, the ship, name. the yeah. guy who played uh, one of the Weasley brothers in Harry Potter. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, he was like pretending to talk to him and then pretending he didn't hear yes. it. And it was just like, that's not like you can have goofiness in Star Wars, <laughs> but, was, but like, like that's just like, yeah, that's just dumb. And it's like you're doing it exactly like the Avengers type of humor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, keep that out of my Star yeah. Wars, please.
2: It's an Avengers. Not in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. But it's like that, it's that Disney style humor or that, I guess that probably the John Favreau style of humor because John Favreau is the guy who's like heading up this Star Wars Mandalorian mm-hmm. and then he's also a big guy in the Avengers movies, I think. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: Oh wait, no. That just defeats my point then. Yeah. yeah just kidding. <laughs>
1: Did he learn to keep it out then? Somebody I talked to him. Take it that? back. Yeah, right. Somebody <laughs> had to talk with him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I do agree. I think it doesn't have all that. Yeah, which the I silliness. really like. Yeah, nonsense.
0: Yeah, and it still has like silly or not silly, funny. but it's like clever funny parts. It's yeah, clever. right. It's just not as in your face humor dumb. as like the Avengers stuff is. Um, and this then is
1: a sophisticated humor. Right. right. Exactly. This is for sophisticated people. Exactly. For, yeah. Hansel. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just like I'm really enjoying it so far. My only complaint, I think. It's not really a complaint. It's just like I feel like the episodes are super short, and as soon as I get like really into it, it's just boom, it's over. Yeah. And I feel like it did it effectively, the first episode, but I feel like the second episode, I wasn't as like, whoa, that episode was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel
1: like just things are happening, but I'm like, okay, but I want to know more about what's going on in the story. Yeah. I just feel like there's some extra stuff that I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't care. Yeah,
0: don't yeah, me too. Yoda, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought the. The, so basically, the entire Jawa scene was basically a setup for Yoda using the Force, which I feel like could—or not Yoda, but Baby Yoda using the Force, which I feel like it could have happened without that entire oh, long I, story arc. like the Jawas. Yeah, really? Oh, I hate the Jawas. Oh, I, really. I didn't like they're them awful. being in there. Really? Um, oh, I like them being they, in there. I just don't yeah, like I mean, them. That, that, that. was it's long, it, and then yeah. eating
1: the egg was really gross.
0: Oh, yeah, that was really That was gross. so weird. Yeah. I was like, whoa. There's that was some... kind of a funny part to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it
1: yeah. was funny, but it was so weird. I was like, oh, that's gross.
0: Yeah, it just looked nasty. It yeah, it like... looked nasty. It's like, oh, it's like a coconut on the inside. No, no, it's <laughs> not. <laughs>
2: it's a magic egg. Like a dirty mop on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: All right. Well, oh, Katie, you never actually said what your ranking was. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm trying to think. Uh, um, I like Han Solo a lot, so I'm going to go with Han Solo. Okay.
0: So... I think that, that that would fall. Okay. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of. Well, that's above. up to what Katie thinks of Quagga. I think it's yeah. above Quagga.
0: Whoa. Okay. So like. But um, maybe
1: just one notch, one notch yeah. above.
0: Got it. Got it. Man. Yeah, I'm trying not to think of it numerically. I'm just trying to think of it as yeah. like I who I like most in the Star Wars. Han Solo. Right. Yeah.
1: I like Han Solo a lot.
0: Yeah, Han Solo is pretty awesome. All right, cool. Well, that was our <laughs> review type yeah. thing of uh, of the Star Wars movie or not Star Wars movie, show. Of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So, so if
1: you haven't watched it, you might want to check it out, but you might want to do some research beforehand. Yeah, if exactly. you don't know what's going on.
0: Right. Yeah. So if you want to see Boba Fett rescue Yoda, who got sucked into a time portal and is now mm. a baby, you'll you'll love this show.
2: Mm. No. <laughs> You're confusing nice. the people.
0: That, that sounds like the Avengers again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I think time travel is one of the lamest movie tropes in the world. Yeah, that's it why it's done like
2: it. well, but it's overdone now.
0: Yeah, that's why. I'd like, that's one of my one of my few complaints of the Avengers Endgame movie is that they. Just well,
1: we haven't seen that, so
0: you haven't seen we it still. Behind. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, we watched <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> like a few weeks ago. <laughs>
1: That's yeah, we have no excuse. This no, is what will class. happen to you, Michael. <laughs> this is what will. This is where you'll be next year with a baby. Oh my gosh! You won't get yeah. to do things that you that want to do. Oh movie, no! So it's a long. It's a you're commitment.
0: too tired. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's very true, man. And I can't even imagine. Like it turns eight o'clock now, and I'm already really tired. So I can't yeah. even imagine like putting a baby in the mix of that. Yeah. Like we're recording this really late right now. Yeah. And uh, I'm feeling it. So all right. That being said, I think it's time to move on to the next segment. Moving on. Yeah. So this is going to be our last installment of Apologetics Through the Ages, everyone. Ages, 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 ages. ages. <laughs> Hey, is <laughs> Ethan what here? That's Ethan is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ethan couldn't be here. We miss him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No,
0: no, no, no. That was that sincere. Was no, it
1: was <laughs> just funny. Yeah, so sorry, Ethan. Ethan has to go to work really, really, really
0: early in the yeah, morning. Yeah, super early. I think he said he had to wake up at like four o'clock or leave
1: it for. Oh my
0: gosh, that's awful. That's
1: too early for people to leave.
0: Man, that's mm. why I'm not a doctor. No, and I'm also so, too stupid. So.
2: <laughs>
1: so sorry, Ethan, but glad he's getting some sleep.
0: Yeah, yeah. And thank you, Paul, for taking his place. Yeah, yeah. Get the sound effects. Exactly right. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking today about, um, well, well, we'll be talking a little bit about Thomas Aquinas, but I also wanted to, and we talked about this a little bit before the podcast started, um, but this is like a, a, a not we don't talk about like everything apologetics, but it definitely has an apologetics flavor to it. I mean, we are called the nerdy apologists <laughs> <Flavor>. after all. <laughs> flavor. Uh, flavor to it. Um, but uh, at the same time, I also want to talk about kind of the limitations of christian apologetics as well because i think that comes up just a little bit in kind of the writings of thomas aquinas um so kind of first off do you guys know much about thomas aquinas or is this kind of like a new guy i've (laughs) heard his name
1: heard his name and i don't know maybe when you start talking i might remember but sure i could tell you nothing right now
0: yeah hey that's okay like i i know more about like people like in the reformation
1: era and
0: then also the augustine uh he is kind of like the late medieval period so he was um uh, 12 in the 1200s um i'm wanting to say he was born very early 1200s and then he died somewhere around twelve four, like late 1240s i think Mm -hmm. um you can fact check me on that but okay um but no, he, uh, he has a, a lot of different writings, but he has like two main writings called Summa Gentiles and then Summa Theologica. And Summa Theologica is probably his better known and arguably more important um, work because it's kind of laying out all of his theology, you know, a lot of his apologetics. And so if he were to pick up one, Um, just if you're curious about Thomas Aquinas, pick up, yeah, pick up Summa Theologica. Yeah. And he was also canonized by the Roman Catholic church as well. So he's a saint, which you know what? Hmm. We're all saints. That's what the Bible Mm -hmm. says. So take that. (laughs) Uh, Catholic church. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, um, he had, uh, He he was still a very very influential Christian thinker, and um, it's probably like kind of like a toss up between Thomas Aquinas and Augustine for like Mm. uh, how influential they were in uh, Christian apologetics. Also, this is completely unrelated. But my finger rubbed on my notebook right here, and it kind of made a fart noise. (laughs) And uh, did you guys happen to see the video? Yes. (laughs) So what
1: uh, video?
2: Got uh, farted on my TV. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very so loud. One
0: of the <laughs> what guys show? on. So I think it's on CNN or MSNBC. Yeah. One of those news outlets. There's a thing called Hardball, which is a show. Oh, where I one heard of, the, of that. Yeah. Okay. So there's a guy who's involved with the uh, Trump allocations. What's it called? The Trump, the Trump impeachment thing. Mm-hmm. And he's one of like one of the big players in it, or whatever, or was at least. And he was getting oh. interviewed by this hardball guy, and then, uh, like partway through one of his answers, he pauses for a split second, oh, and god. it just one just rips. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? You see him move too.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. There's a motion and a, and a de- pause. A oh my
0: gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: so embarrassing. Well, what did like? What was? There? Did they just act like nothing happened? Did,
0: did they just, they just acted like nothing happened. But then they both denied it. That's the funny part. He and still then. Said it didn't and then the guy, uh, what? who... I'm watch the him. hardball guy said, like, it was his, he, he was moving his mug or something like that. And it was definitely not a mug. noise yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, my, what do they say that mug. sound is? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. nothing like a fart. What, uh, what did they that. say it's, the
1: sound was?
0: They said it was the mug moving on the table and nothing else. <gasps> but it's just, it's They're really funny. It's all over the place now. And, like, it's like hashtag fight or something. It you know <laughs>
1: funny though like okay so i work with kids every day and that's always like an issue when that happens you're like i'm reading a story and somebody farts and i'm like oh, uh, i don't I like i either just ignore it and we move on or we have a little talk about it and how everybody has to do it okay and it's just funny how i just feel probably like the people that are sharing these videos are a bunch of guys because guys <laughs> think that 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 farting is really
2: Listening to funny. Ben Shapiro talk about it, yeah, it, it yeah, sounded like just like a middle school kid.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: that's what. Yeah. I
0: Although know. I will say, my wife really enjoys a good fart <laughs> oh, joke. Oh, okay. So, probably more <laughs> than I do. Kayla actually, is
1: it's just always funny at school, hot to see. Like, I'm always like, I don't really know the best way to handle this because yeah. it's gonna happen all the time. But sometimes I ignore it and I like it, nothing ever happened. Yeah. Not when it doesn't happen to me. when yeah. Another kid. <laughs> I just to like that. Clear. Yeah. But, um,
0: well, you know who else loved fart jokes? Thomas Aquinas. He did? That's a historical fact. Really? Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty wondering sure wondering. it's in like chapter five, uh, page, page like 603 okay. like, of the, I'll uh, Summa Theologica that, yeah, that okay. his favorite. I'm
2: glad that keeps circling back around. Yeah. I, it's, yeah.
0: It's everything's connected. Um, but, uh, so, kind of the way that I'm going to like segue a little bit into that topic is, about the limits of apologetics yeah. um, is that one of his one of his writings kind of focused on the relationship between faith and reason. Um, and what Aquinas said is that faith is is almost totally separate from reason in, in that you get faith strictly from scripture. Uh, kind of like the understanding of the Trinity. You can't really, Come to a logical. understanding of the Trinity through just normal, logical okay. um, experiences yeah. or anything like that. Um, you just kind of have to put your faith in it through the revelation that God has made through his scripture. And it, that kind of goes along with his epistemology, too. Um, what so do I mean? Epistemology is um, the, the science of how we come to know things, basically. Okay. Um, this and, is what
1: I have to do. I have to ask Michael all the big words he uses. I, that, that's totally
0: fine. What they mean. Uh, and so he believed that you gain knowledge in two different ways, right? So the first way is through um, supernatural revelation, um, and which comes from Scripture itself. And the next way is through natural revelation, which is just through, um, through basically our sense experiences. Uh, so you see the world around us. We know that there's God because of that, because um, of our ability to see things, to touch things, to hear things, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but while it is able, or while we are able to actually use our reason to come to a, a, a knowledge that God exists, our sin hampers that ability to know, and therefore we can't rely simply on human reason to actually have mm-hmm. faith in God. Something else has to happen to have faith in God, which comes through the special revelation of the Bible. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And so that, I think that really, it it really matters in the sense that um, when we are having conversations with unbelievers or just people who are um, just, you know, just struggling, period, all of the apologetic arguments that we give, um, while they can be convincing and while they can be true, isn't always going to win the person over and simply because you defeated them in an argument that they're right. therefore going to place their faith in Christ. Yeah. Um, and I think that Thomas Aquinas really kind of made that point. And he said that even though that's true, it's still important to argue for the faith and to give reasons for, uh, for why we believe in, uh, in God. But ultimately, that's not what is going to make somebody have faith. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Like, have you ever had any like experiences speaking with people who like just you're having issues arguing with them or, or not arguing with them, but having conversations with them?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've had conversations with some people and it seems like it doesn't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they're not.
2: Being... It's hard to have that discussion and guide them to not think about it. Uh, objectively i guess mm-hmm. um you can't talk somebody into an, ex- an experience with god I'm, I'm right a, I, guess, I, I don't know that's it's a hard well hard, also
1: hard i mean yeah we can make arguments um for or against whatever they may be bringing up but ultimately it's the holy spirit that right. is responsible for that
0: and, mm-hmm. like, we might
1: help that along the way. God may use us, but it's not our job to talk someone into it mm-hmm. because that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, the Holy Spirit has to um, convict someone. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, I think that especially someone who thinks that way, thinks very logically or has lots of issues with Christianity, then you need to be able to give them some answers mm-hmm. for some questions they may have right. or issues they may have, but all, but that may not be the deciding factor for them. Yeah. Which can be, you know, disappointing for you if you're, you know, thinking, well, I've told them all these things and I've done all these things, but you just have to be obedient and you have to give, um, give the answers that you can, but ultimately it's not up to you. Yeah. So. Right.
0: Yeah, 100%. And what's really I find kind of almost comforting sometimes too is that, so one of the proof texts that Thomas Aquinas uses for this particular understanding of uh, how we come to to know, but more specifically how we come to know about God uh, comes from Romans 1. And in Romans 1, you see that um, God has made himself known um, specific, especially specific characteristics that he is one, that he is all powerful, all these kinds of things uh, through nature. And through nature and using our sense experiences of experiencing that nature, uh, we all know of God. And yet, because of our sin, we suppress that mm-hmm. truth and unrighteousness. And that's kind of what he was using for those subtexts. Or not subtext, but that's what he was using as a um, proof text for for his particular view of this uh, understanding of, of knowledge. Um, but that actually gives gives me comfort because even if you're speaking, I think, with the most hardened atheist, it's good to know that, and it's, it can be sometimes a challenge to know that the main issue that they're having, it it may have a veneer of intellectualism, mm-hmm. but yeah. ultimately it comes from the heart. Yeah, And sometimes you have to use apologetic arguments in order to gain a hearing or mm-hmm. at least to put a rock in their shoe or, or to do something uh, to make that, as Ravi Zacharias likes to say, to make that bridge from the head to the heart. And we we know that ultimately we all have something in common with the unbeliever is that because of what Roman 1 said and what Thomas Aquinas kind of makes clear is that we, we all believe in God,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether they admit it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. We all believe in him. It's just they're suppressing that. And so how can we best, and I think this is one of the roles of apologetics, how can we best bridge that denial of the knowledge of God with them? I don't know if I said that sentence correctly. I said it really slowly, so I forgot what I said before. (laughs) But uh, uh, yeah, and so that's... Yeah,
1: so so using apologetics can kind of chip away at some of... Some of their, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but their denial. But ultimately, probably deep down, yeah, there's like a heart issue there. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of tackle some of the logic or reasoning first mm-hmm. to get to that part.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, so I, like I guess I'm kind of viewing it as like this, um this rocky hard outer shell that like yeah. you said you just kind of have to like chip away at mm-hmm. and to then get eventually, to the true
2: yeah yeah issue exactly or true. it's
0: like a tootsie pop
1: yeah yeah how many licks does it take
0: yeah exactly yeah um but don't look an unbeliever yeah <laughs> that <laughs> will
1: not that gain you a hearing
0: exactly right
1: that will not help you yeah. yeah
0: but it does speak to and this is again what thomas so like a thomas aquinas like he laid out kind of like his his five ways to to prove that god exists um and his first one was uh from from motion to an unmoved mover so everything that that moves has some sort of cause behind Uh it that makes it move and this is kind of a um um almost a platonian uh view of things because plato you know he often spoke of the unmoved mover and uh and god is that unmoved mover he was the first one to cause everything to go into Uh, motion, but God, nothing caused him to, to act. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one is from effects to a first cause. And we see the effects of, uh, of the creation all around us. You know, us being here is an effect from the very first cause. And you kind of see this also like in the, uh, the Kalam cosmological argument. So that's basically just saying that, um, that something can't come from nothing um the world is something so therefore something had to cause this this world Mm -hmm. to come into existence uh and so god is that first cause Uh, the next one is um from a contingent being to a necessary being and that basically just says that all of us are contingent on something else we have um we we have to have air we have to have food water all these different kinds of things we are contingent beings and if we are contingent beings something non-contingent must have created us, um, and then la- or the fourth one is degrees of perfection to the most perfect. Um, this one is a little bit harder to to kind of understand, but we can understand that um, we could be better, right? Yeah. Like in all areas of life, we could be stronger, we could be smarter, um, we could live longer. Uh, And if all those things are possible, if there are these degrees of perfection, there must be something that is the the most most perfect, exactly, that we ultimately measure up to. Um, And then the last is kind of easy. It's the design to the designer. And this is um, what's called the teleological argument. And it's just the uh, argument from design. Telos simply means uh, design. Um, And that's basically saying that the... I guess a good analogy would be is, you may have heard it before, it's the watchmaker analogy. Like if you saw a watch laying in the forest, you wouldn't imagine that it just spontaneously happened to to grow there or yeah. to to make itself for anything like that. Or if you take the parts of a watch and stuck it in a bag and just like shook it for 3 yeah, million years. It wouldn't come together. Exactly, right. Um, and if that is true for something as... Unimportant as a watch, right. then what does that have to say with our universe mm-hmm. or about our universe? And so, all of these main, or the the main point of all of these arguments of Aquinas uh, is that all finite and changing beings must have a cause outside of themselves, and that was kind of his uh, his way of proving that we have to have a God. But even Aquinas, using these particular apologetic arguments. Knew that there was that limitation that you could, you can't reason your way to faith. Um, you can just simply use it as a tool on the way to faith. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think that can be really frustrating for us sometimes. And I think it can be a challenge to people who are really into apologetics and yeah. really logically minded, who are believers, because they think that if they win an argument with somebody, and yeah. therefore, then you've got no reason to not believe, you know, right. like I've defeated all these things that you've kind of thrown my way that uh, that's keeping you from God. So why don't you believe? And it just doesn't work that way uh, because our, our hearts are sinful. It is blocking our knowledge and we have to have an intimate experience with Christ, with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit and have that regeneration in our hearts. Um, kind of what we learned in, in Romans 8, right? We have to be regenerated um and and called by god in order to actually yeah. receive that faith that Ephesians 3:23 I think talks about um and and that can be annoying because it's not in our hands. No, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's the frustrating part is it feels less like there's something that we can do. Right. Cuz it really anything with christian faith it's it's not about what we do. Mhm. Yeah. yeah,
1: we're just um you know, by using these arguments or by talking to people, we're being used by God and mm-hmm. we're being obedient and that's what our job is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not necessarily to convince someone just after lots of arguments.
0: Yeah, So. right. And I think it's like a lot of things, it's all about perspective. Like right. we can view that as something really frustrating as us not being able to do something to cause that person to have faith. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, all you have to do is have a be faithful and have that conversation and the results aren't in your hands. Yeah, I think
1: it's kinda of more freeing. Yeah. Just right. like from my perspective, because it's it kind of takes as long as I'm obedient by sharing mm-hmm. then it's God's job. To, God can do the rest. He yeah. can take care of it. Yeah. So there's but,
0: nothing you can do to mess that up.
1: No, but unless I don't do it, then I'll right. be disobedient. Right. So that's what my job is—to make sure I'm obedient
0: mm-hmm. and
1: sharing my faith. Um, it's not to argue with someone until I'm blue in the face, and then you know, question why I still don't believe. Because I mean, I have felt that way before. I'm like. I don't understand. Why would you not? Like mm-hmm. we we talked about all these things, but then I just have to remember and it can be comforting to know that like that's in God's hands and that's not in mine. So yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And and these and, and this is basically what we're saying right now is that like all these apologetic arguments, they're also not a substitute for the gospel either. Mm. Um and, and that's also kind of what Aquinas is talking about a little bit too, is that you know, if you want somebody to have faith in God, then you have to do more than simply give apologetic arguments. Um, you eventually have to make your way to presenting the gospel and the person of Christ and what he did on the cross and what he did, um, you know, after the cross and his resurrection. Um, you have to eventually make your way to those things. And I think that's also sometimes um, a thing that some apologists can, can maybe like skip over or people who are interested in apologetics can skip over. And I think it's also something that, so while you can't argue somebody into heaven, you also can't love somebody into heaven. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is is not, because I view the ultimate love is, is sharing the gospel with somebody. That is the ultimate love that you can do for somebody right. else because that's what affects their eternity. But what I'm meaning by love here is more you can't, you can't just be nice and, mm-hmm. uh, and, um,
1: think they'll figure out the gospel from that. Exactly. Without you saying anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a,
0: I can't remember who said it. Oh, yeah, but It's a
1: saying, the quote.
0: Yeah. Like, um, in all ways, share the gospel and if necessary, use, use words. words. Yeah. That's the worst quote on the face of the planet. Yeah.
1: But people like to use it a lot. Too. They
0: really do. And it takes
1: a lot of pressure off it. Of you. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't like really to do anything but be nice. Well, a lot of people can be nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Right.
2: Yeah, don't and have to say anything uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: But the gospel isn't us being nice. But like mm-hmm. you said, you can't love people or be nice enough mm-hmm. for them to um, believe in Christ. So, right, yeah,
0: yeah. There's only one thing that can do that, and that is the actual verbal explanation of of the gospel. Um, now, and
1: they probably won't hear you if you're not nice, or they probably won't exactly. hear it if you're right. not. Showing, yeah, it's all these yeah. things like apologetics and sharing the gospel and mm-hmm. showing the love of Christ. Those are all it components. Me of, uh, mm-hmm. The
2: C.S. Lewis book—it's like an allegory, um, The Great Divorce. I read uh, a few months ago. Uh, so it's like a lot of people in heaven, and then people that have gone to hell that are like touring heaven, sort of—not mm-hmm. not literal, um, but they're like meeting people that they were either related to or friends with on Earth. Um, and, like, there's just lots of different kinds of relationships. Like, some that they were nice, um, but they never really shared anything with their lost friend that's now gone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then other people that, that were, like, uh, scientists or something together, I think. So they were very uh, objective and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. still, like, both ways... Like, one person wound up not in heaven. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and people try to inflate that for that very reason, I think. It's because it's it's easier to (laughs) just to be nice and not have Mm -hmm. to actually put yourself out there and say something that they may not like. And, but... In doing so, you're not really showing them love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're doing the exact same thing that an atheist can do. Mm-hmm. An atheist, I've Anybody met. Anybody
1: can be nice.
0: Exactly. I've met some amazingly nice atheists, nicer than me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so. Being
1: a Christian is not our ability to um, keep a really high moral standard. That's not what makes me a Christian. Right, right. And I think that, that that's what a lot of people think, especially that aren't Christians. I think mm-hmm. that's what they think Christianity is all about, and it's not. Right. Because we aren't we aren't sharing, we're just showing that, or right. pointing fingers at people when they're not as moral as we think they should be, mm-hmm. instead of sharing the gospel, yeah. which is what we should be doing.
0: Right. Exactly. So I
1: think that's, yeah, there's a lot of confusion there.
0: Yeah. And it's not to say that we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't, we should be, you know, kind, we should do to our neighbors as we would want them to do to us um we want to be the good samaritan um but if that's all you're focused on then then you're never going to reach anybody and the same thing with apologetics like if you're if all you're doing all day long is just arguing with people over facebook about their particular political view and how it's crushing christianity or whatever in our culture um then then you're not really doing a whole lot yeah and i mean I would be very surprised if very many people were converted to Christianity over Facebook Mm -hmm. arguments. Yes. And so, man, concentrate your time elsewhere. Like, find these people in your day-to-day life that may be the same people you're having these conversations with on Facebook and have conversations with them in real life. Get to know them. Build relationships with them and share the gospel with them face-to-face. And I think that we'll see a lot more fruit from that um and not again not to doubt that god can't use facebook conversations Mm like like one of the um apologists that i interviewed a long time ago named brett siebold he uh um, he has conversations with unbelievers all the time on facebook but he does it really well Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's good and it works but other times it just turns into these ugly messes
1: yeah you have to be careful how you i mean because some people if they have a question that's great that somebody can answer it yeah but it's totally. not yeah it's your how you go about it in your tone and if right. you're just trying to come across like you're no, way smarter no. you're gonna shut them down mm-hmm. well then they're not gonna listen
0: so. yeah i just wish sometime and, and i wish this for myself as well so i don't want to say that i'm doing this perfectly because i'm definitely not but like I think that we need to be more holistic in our approach when it comes to people. I think we need to be willing to uh, use apologetics when necessary. We need to use kindness when all the time. Um, we need to love other people with our actions all the time. Uh, and we also have to be prepared to share the gospel at all times and not just one or the other.
1: Right, not just pick one. Become...
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you guys have anything else on your minds?
1: I think those are yeah. good points. Good points.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to end it. I think we're right on an hour. Okay. So. Wow. You cool with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. cool. Sounds
1: good. Thanks for joining us, yeah. Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We'll
0: take
2: yeah. the spot of the sound effects. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Can't yeah, yeah that the, one time. Can't
2: feel the shoes of Ethan. Ah, if Ethan's not right. careful,
0: you see, he's going to get replaced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have ah. to get a fourth microphone. So. <laughs>
2: It's going to get crowded. Yeah. Crowded around here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, If you want to learn how you can support our ministry, go to patreon.com slash T, the number 4D. That's patreon.com slash T4D. Uh, You can also check us out on Instagram, which I'm trying to be better at posting, but I'm really bad at social media stuff. And that is, how do Instagram tags work? I'm not very familiar with it. It's.
2: I definitely know. you just do at
1: at whatever it is.
0: Yeah we are at truth the number four doubt all all one word. there's no spaces between truth the number four and doubt. So at truth for doubt and then you can check out um, our website which is truthfordoubt.com. So thank you guys so much for listening and we hope you guys have a have a good week.
1: yeah have a good week. we'll see you next time.
0: Bye Paul say something. Bye. All right. <laughs> You're going to lose gonna us, for us, listeners. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> Bye.